Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Travis Scott's lawyers have shielded the rapper from liability following a concert on the weekend that left eight people dead. The lawyers cleverly played a 30-second excerpt of Sicko Mode in court and the jury immediately concluded that the rapper was doing all he could to disperse the crowds. Elon Musk has made history by letting his Twitter followers decide if he should sell his Tesla stock. The billionaire committed to the sale after 23% of people voted yes and only 11% voted no. He ignored the remaining 66% of votes, calling for him to delete his Twitter account and punch himself in the head. Emmanuel Macron has abdicated his position as French president in order to move to the private sector as the new CEO of McDonald's. The shocking career change came after McDonald's reached out to Macron, realising the French president was adept at dealing with ScoMo shit. And finally, the chaser would like to retract and apologise for wrongfully naming Peter Dutton as a prime suspect in the abduction of Cleo Smith. Western Australian police have made it very clear that it was not Peter Dutton this time. That's the latest headlines from the Chaser Newsroom. I'm Rebecca Dayunamuno. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by reading pretentious books in public. Wow, you're so mysterious reading War and Peace on the train. Although it is a shame that you're reading it upside down. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report for Tuesday the 9th of November 2021. This is our second morning edition. Now, why are we doing two a day? We're insane. Hello, Gabby Bolton, Charles Firth. I'm Dom Knight. Hello. Personally, I'm enjoying just being the voice in everyone's ears, sort of morning, noon and night. You want to do a night edition as well? Is that what I'm hearing? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Some of us actually have lives. I don't know. <laughs> not anymore. Not if I've got anything to do with it. Now, today is a very momentous day, guys. Um, oh, really? Yes. It is the one-year anniversary since Donald Trump sent out that amazing tweet, which uh, it, it was the tweet was lawyers press conference at Four Seasons Philadelphia eleven a.m. Right, classic. <laughs> and then literally, then within ten minutes, he then sent out um, like literally uh, seven minutes later, or no, eight minutes later, he sent out a tweet saying, "I mean, Four Seasons landscaping," and then he deleted that tweet. And then went, big press conference today at in Philadelphia at Four Seasons, total landscaping, 11.30am. So. Good for them, honestly. I bet business boomed after it that. It was just the most beautiful moment because <laughs> I, my favourite, there are so many things to love about that story. The fact that it was next to an adult bookshop, exactly the <laughs> skeezy sort that Rudy Giuliani you would think would, would Frequent. know. Frequent. Um, but also, I was reading about the, the whole thing. You remember that... The moment before Rudy Giuliani started speaking, mm. the Associated Press, the most respected source of election numbers, yeah. awarded the election to Biden. So he was about <laughs> to open the mics and start explaining why there was voter fraud. And literally seconds before he started speaking, everyone's phones went, the AP has called the election for Joe Biden. It's over. 
Right. <laughs> just so good. It was it was worthy of Veep. In fact, I think it sort of that was the moment where we were assured that there would never be another season of Veep. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. sort of like they'd internalized it, <laughs> didn't they? <laughs> It was, oh. What do you think happened? Like, do we ever know? Did we ever get to the bottom of? Did they book the Four Seasons, thinking it was the Four Seasons Hotel, but it turned out to be a landscaping place? I or did, s- did they not book the Four Seasons? Assume they could get it, and then when the Four Seasons turned them down, they d- had to scramble. I don't. I don't pick them for the kind to scramble for a similar name venue, though. I think it's way more likely that they just thought they'd booked the hotel and it was a landscape. <laughs> you know what I appreciate about it, though, is that they actually followed through mm. with yes. hosting it at the... Because, I mean, in Australia, I just don't think if a fuck-up was made that badly uh, with admin that they would f- then actually follow through. Like and in Scott Morris, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, There's yeah. something about them actually putting it on that they, makes me kind of go, That's a, it's a bit... It's they, a bit funny. They kind of do deserve another four years in the White House. Really, oh, no. No, not that <laughs> No, no. They deserve another four years of good halter culture, I suppose. But, but. I, Well, no, I just, I just think let's look at what has happened in the last year. Somebody very boring in, has been in the White House. Mm. There's not really been that much content coming from America. No, and he would have an advanced team who actually checked, which is <laughs> yeah. so much more boring. I mean, Gabby, you weren't here last year. We, we, we like every show would write itself. It was because a gift. You, just, you would just literally read out whatever Donald Trump had done. Only in this room would you call the political suffering of an entire country content. There were so many great moments. I mean, there are dozens. Of, we don't have time. Yeah, we should remember, probably do a special episode. Remember the riots and stuff? It no, was great. Remember the time Melania <laughs> plagiarised Michelle Obama's speech? There, remember <laughs> yeah. when Donald Trump's penis looked like a, the toadstool from Mario Kart? Like, it's, there was so much good <laughs> stuff. But Patience makes the heart grow fonder. I want to pretend that I do have um, a heart and that I, I, there's, there is an upside to the Four Seasons Total landscaping story. Oh, yeah. Which is the company itself mm. has become a major tourist destination. Amazing. They've sold huge amounts of merchandising. They sell, everyone yes. wants a T-shirt. Yes. They brought all their employees back in, gave them extra hours mm. dispatching T-shirts that are much better at it than you, Charles. Yeah, yeah. It's and it's the most beautiful story. It's, it's a, the only landscaping company that's run by a single mum in Philadelphia and she's been able to retire off oh. all the money and hand over to her son, they donated quite a lot of the money that they made through T-shirts to an alcohol recovery centre to help prevent future Rudy Giuliani. So, <laughs> isn't that so a happy good. ending? That is very. Is that true about the alcohol thing? Yes, it absolutely. That's in the yeah. Independence. The Independent <laughs> went and visited them and got the story of how their lives had changed. And apparently, there's a doco I think on HBO telling the story of the Four Seasons Total Landscaping I love family. This. Coming up on the show today, we talked to John Delmenico, one of the Chaser writers, and with the most amazing story about, um, well, the American education system. It's a whirlwind. We've got a bit of an American theme to this It's episode. going to explain how you can accidentally <laughs> book Four Seasons Total yeah, Landscaping. <laughs> Plus a grassroots democratic movement taking the uh, musical theatre world by storm. Ooh, Stay with us. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Today's episode of The Chaser Report brought to you by reading pretentious books in public. One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Oh my God, we get it. You're smart. 
And John Delmenico is uh, on the line now. And John, you've been looking into education system in America or something? There's election votes going on now in America regarding like state elections and governor elections. And so luckily this year, the biggest issue for America is schooling and rules around schooling and education reform, which is really useful for how low their schooling standards are. Yeah, yeah. Because they, 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 I went to America and asked them questions about basic mathematics and they didn't know anything. There's a lot of discussions as well that we're starting to have here. And like all things when it comes to like political discussion, it's good to look to America because like we can tell where we're going to be in like two to three years' time. Yes, yes. So what's the crystal ball then? So right now, obviously the biggest topic, the university subject critical race theory. Yes, of course. Because of far-right people saying that this university subject that's only taught in political and legal studies in some American universities is being taught to primary school kids. Isn't it true that they do teach that Columbus came to America that resulted in death and therefore that is a little bit critical of white people. It's lucky you mentioned that, Charles, because Fox News has covered that exact issue. Oh, really? (laughs) So I've got a clip now from a discussion that a Fox News host had where they did a Vox Pop, but they mistakenly found someone who, like, knew what they were talking about. Oh, dear. Younger children are not being taught critical race theory. They can't understand critical race theory. They're being taught history. Christopher Columbus killed many indigenous people. That's part of history. That is what Christopher Columbus did. Kids have to learn history, the good, the bad, the ugly, so they can become critical I don't think anybody's against that. I think we have thinkers. to we do a fact check on the Christopher Columbus story as well. But They're going to fact check whether Christopher Columbus came to America and killed people. Well, yeah, Fox News isn't going to let something like that get through. They've got Columbus Day which is celebrating them coming to America and killing Indigenous people. Fox News can't just admit that to their audience. But their audience has grown up in America. They would already know that. Well, I mean, if this Fox News host doesn't, (laughs) then it clearly shows the education system has a bit of an issue because that is general knowledge in the rest of the world. So I'm presuming that what's happening is a whole lot of concerned parents and citizens have got together and are saying that we should teach more history. Is that what's happening, John? Uh, Well, let's just let this next clip from a news source tell us what's actually going down in Texas where Republicans are are testing out laws that they want to bring in nationwide. This coming after Texas passed a law banning the teaching of concepts that could make individuals feel guilt or anguish due to their race. NBC News obtained exclusive secretly recorded audio of a school training. We are in the middle of a political mess. The director of curriculum, Gina Petty, offers an example for teachers. Make sure that if, if, if you have a book on the Holocaust, that you have one that has opposing, that has other... How do you oppose the Holocaust? What? What? <laughs> what do you mean? That's like saying, if you have a book on how to survive a murderer, make sure you also have a book on how to murder people. <laughs> well, no, it'd be more like saying how to survive a murder and then the other one would be that murder doesn't exist. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, the new laws are about having it be as equal no. as possible. But not by just teaching the actual facts. <laughs> like It's sort of like the same issue their science classes have with um, intelligent mm. falling, which if you don't know what that is, scientists made a joke at a school board meeting saying that if we have to teach intelligent design... What about gravity? Why can't we teach intelligent falling? And it backfired because then that that district and multiple other districts 
brought in both intelligent design and intelligent no. form into their science classes. Oh, never make a joke to a religious conservative. Jeez. And the, and the thing is, it's a sort of circular thing, isn't it? Because like this will happen. This will people get educated like this, and then they'll think that it's the right thing to think. Like. There's no well, escaping. You know what's crazy about this, though, is that, th- that it seems that the right are fans of enacting this in history classes and science classes. But then when it comes to sexual health classes, all of a sudden, abstinence is key and we're not going to teach options on that at all for safety reasons or for people to make yeah, up they, their own mind. They should have both sides of the story in, in sex Yeah, education. they're never going like, to do that. Do abstinence or... Here's a great way to have yeah. an orgy. <laughs> oh, oh, well, maybe not that far, but 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 yeah, it's it's funny that they're picking they're picking and choosing when they wish to give as many options as possible, which is also so, quite a leftist ideology, which is quite funny. Are you saying that religious conservatives are also hypocritical? Never. Then? Why? No. Yeah, I don't know. I just think if they're gonna if they're gonna start if they're gonna start giving I don't know fucking ideological options in history, then they should start giving options in all of their classes. Well. If you're worried about options, <laughs> I do have what is going on in um, school board meetings because luckily America televises their school board meetings. What? Which is when parents come and fuck? complain What about, do you mean? Like you, could, you could just yeah, be flipping tele- through ESPN were- and all of a sudden you see some random school's <laughs> PNC. I think a lot of them are online now and so they only make it on the news when they're going crazy. But because like school board meetings that happen at like town hall meetings in America, because the school board would count for like a, a whole That's city. Amazing. There's recordings of each one, and right now they haven't been talking about um, critical race theory as much, because obviously there's the other big issue in education: mask mandates. The heated debate over masks is escalating into physical altercations in various states across the nation. In Texas, a parent ripping a teacher's face mask during a Meet the Teacher event Monday, according to Eanes School District Superintendent Tom Leonard. Attention and misinformation flowing into county board meetings like this one in San Diego. Your children and your children's children will be subjugated. They will be asked, how many vaccines have you had? Wow. That, and so that that guy screaming at the door, he's like, that was a school board so, meeting. Yeah, that was a, a concerned parent concerned that um, <laughs> that Dr. Fauci was trying to turn all the kids right. into Nazis. So these mm. people are parents. Yeah, in America, there's been campuses that have had to ban parents because they keep um, hitting teachers when teachers are wearing masks. So they're, they're trying to get COVID out. Because yeah, what is the argument there? Like, the... Masks. They're saying that masks are political. They're saying because of the amount of political debate around masks and vaccines, especially in America, they're seeing this as bringing politics into teaching, and the parents are against that. So they're like, like but do they not believe in individual choice? Like, can't a teacher choose to wear a mask if they don't want to get infected? Like, how is it affecting it, them? If it isn't, Charles. I don't know why you're looking for the logic line in this. There's no like actual logic to yeah. these arguments. Okay. They've turned into full-blown riots to the point where police are now like, heavily guarding car parks and so that for them because parents have been assaulted. There's been physical threats to the families of people who work on school wards. Uh. Which, again, like I pointed out before, Australia's usually about two years behind when it comes to political discourse mm. in America. Yeah, great. So this is so what we've got. If there's any teachers listening to this who thought the last year was tough, <laughs> just wait for two more years and it's going to get somehow worse. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Today's episode of The Chaser Report is brought to you by reading pretentious books in public. Pride and Prejudice, more like pride and pretentious. So guys, I've got some goss. Oh, yeah. Some goss. It's it's hot stuff. It's like right up there, right on the top of everyone's minds. It's oh. in the it's in the theater world. What's going know? down in the theater world? The hottest the hottest news. So obviously, if you're aware of, even if you just you've, even if you're not a theater fan, most people are aware of a musical called Wicked, right? Yeah, yeah, oh. massive oh, smash hit. Yeah, honestly, I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. I either. really enjoyed Wicked. Yeah, but that it, you know what I it's, think? It's Wizard think, of Oz, but from the other perspective. Wicked was made like a lot of other musicals to get non-musical fans into musicals. I I think that's why Wicked works, and I think that's why I hate it so much. I, I've watched them. I've watched them sing "Defying Gravity," the most amazing song, yes. from the, the most famous one, Incredible. and I still hate it. Okay. I just think anyway. it's just it's well, just let's let's hear some news about the stuff that everyone hates in the room. So I don't know if you're aware. So this massive musical is being made into a movie musical because for some reason through the pandemic everyone's brain had a snap and we think that movie musicals are the thing to make. There's been so many. That's great because then they can make it like cats, which which I loved as well. Oh, lucky for you, <laughs> Tom Hooper. I don't believe yeah. is the director. Or Les Mis. That was also no, such a no. great. Um, I have an opinion on that show too anyway, but it doesn't matter. So the main two, so Elphaba and Glinda, have been announced and they are Cynthia Erivo and Ariana Grande. Why the fuck isn't it Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth, the people who originated the roles on Broadway? Because people age? I don't know. (laughs) They probably don't want to. They did it for like two years of their life. They probably don't want to do it again. But she's Elsa from Frozen. But the thing that I find the most hilarious about this is that this this movie musical was announced and everyone everyone's had enough. Everyone in the theatre world, every fan of theatre, they've had enough and they've made a petition. I don't know if you're aware of this. Was it like no more movie musicals? We've had enough. <laughs> oh, like, I wish. In the Heights, I blah, wish. blah, no, blah. No, 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 no. It is keep James Corden out of Wicked the Movie. <laughs> Well, I think that's a social movement that we can all get that's on board. And it's gaining traction. Like in the 10 minutes we've been sitting in here, it's gone from 19,500 to 19,811 signatures. Oh, wow. So people, it's really picking up. And it's just, it is quite funny because the review, there's like a little section for reasons for signing and people are not holding back. Oh, really? What does it say? <laughs> Somebody said, we've suffered enough. Uh, you've you got to hand it to James Corden because to be singled out as the worst thing about Cats, one of the worst <laughs> movies ever released that wasn't adapted from a Scientology book, 
Um, I mean, well done, James. Oh, you did that outstanding. S- someone else wrote, James Corden ran over my pet dog and then stepped out of his car in a rat suit singing Let's Get Loud while thrusting his penis. <laughs> Someone else said, I'm signing because I couldn't find a petition to deport James Corden out of the USA. Awful stuff. I feel like we should use this collective energy for something a little bit more important. I know. Keeping James Corden out of the Wicked music. But don't you think, like, if... You know, maybe if James Corden became the face of climate change, then everyone would want to stop climate change. Yeah. That's a good idea. And then we just have solve to, the world's we, yeah, problem. We have to just redirect the attention. Yes. Well, actually, he spent so much time in that fucking SUV of his on freeways in, the, in yes. LA. Carpool karaoke. Carpool karaoke. <laughs> he probably has, he's creating climate change. I wonder whether this is just punishment, though. Like, you know, if you're going to go and see musical movies, which are shit, and they all are, then you deserve to have James Corden sort of in your face. Actually, like, that's true. If you like movie musicals, yes. surely you also like James Corden because yes. you have no taste. Exactly. <laughs> Our gear is from Rode Microphones and we are part of the Acast Creator Network. And we've just done this whole thing of the morning and the afternoon edition. Please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Tell us what you think mm. and make fun of me. There were some really mean ones last week, which we're going to have fun with, I think, on this Friday. Oh, great. Yes. Hang on. Am I the James Corden of this podcast? Can you sing? See ya. Law. Good enough.